let's do this. Welcome to Behind the Usher Station. Woo! I'm Alex. I'm Jerome. And I'm Jonathan. We all used to work together as ushers at the IMAX Theater. And now we're doing a podcast. So if you like what we do here, uh, please like, subscribe, and share. And uh, send it to all your friends that you know. Facebook and Twitters and YouTubes. And that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the YouTubes. Grandpa? Yep. Good old YouTube. Back in my day. Just like and subscribe. Yes. (laughs) Follow us. Woo! It's going to be fun. Halloween. Pet Cemetery. All that. Full House. It. All reboots. Or are they remakes? Let's discuss. Why did you only have horror movies and then all that? Is all that considered? <laughs> I have Full House. Is Full House a horror movie? Well, I mean, clearly, like, trauma does follow that family around. Oh. Everybody's spouse keeps dying. I was like, oh, how you started dang. with titles and didn't even say, like, <laughs> like <sighs> the people element should, of surprise. People should know what these are. Um,. <laughs> Well, it, like, depends on, like, the topic of what you're talking about to reboot and remake. For me, like, Boiler House, definitely a reboot, I think. And don't give me that face, Drum. No, I just, I'm just thinking, kind of thinking, welcome to the Behind the Usher Station, everybody. <laughs> they know where they, they are. They, they do, but, you know, loyal. it's nice. Really? You know, what, what do they got going on? Listen, last episode, I became the people's champ, so I feel like I got to stick with that Who now. said that? You what? said that after, you know, I gave a shout out to the people for YouTube versus TV. Uh, so, you know, now I am the people's champion. Yes, I've been, I already have the belt, got the shirt and everything. So, you know, I rep for the people. That's that's my position on this podcast. Let me see that belt. Let me see the shirt. I, I have it in a special. Place. Let's let's all keep our clothes on. Let's keep let's uh let's move on there. So, but continue. Go ahead. I don't know even if I want to. <laughs> and I think the remake is like it and Pet Cemetery. Those are definitely remakes because they're not holding anything true to the old stories. Mm-hmm. So, what constitutes a reboot versus in in your opinion? What constitutes a reboot? Let's let's go with that first, and then we'll focus on remake. I want to say a reboot is like, because um, we had this discussion like before we filmed this podcast. We've had this discussion multiple times <laughs> of like uh, a reboot being kind of um, what is a movie franchise that has started but then like fell off in some way, shape or form, or there'd be like lack of box office or they just stopped making the movies. And then they try to continue that story again at a different point in time with maybe a new cast or a new new technology or at just a different time period. Um, would you agree with that statement? Kind of and kind of no. I think a re- reboot might be like something they are trying to bring back but not in the same way they might just be trying to make it new again they might be almost trying to get rid of what they once had and trying to start from something fresh almost like scraping away the past and being like oh here's almost this completely new idea and then here is presenting the same idea but almost new that was my thing too a reboot is something that you're starting again um for example, like you, you, it, you're disregarding what happened before. So you had a story, you did it, 
you're starting the story again, you're rebooting it. Like a computer, you reboot a computer, you start it over again. Yeah, and with the remakes, I think it's something that holds a little closer to the original uh, film or movie or show or something of that nature. So it's it's a little tighter when they're remaking and it's something that holds more true to the original um, story plot. So I think that's really the difference to what a reboot and a remake is. Mm-hmm. What about, what do you think? I, I can see that. Yeah. Um, definitely, but it's like a... I guess because I'm thinking of stuff like, uh, for example, uh, Star Wars, for example, where it's like they kind of just stopped making Star Wars movies and focus more on the TV side of things like the cartoons and the video games and stuff like that. And then we're like, let's make some more movies. And but they're still continuing the same story. It's just now with a new generation technology is a little more advanced as far as the CG. So they can do a lot more stuff, go and, and make it look a lot more real than it used to be. Um, and stuff like that. And I would consider that like a reboot just as much as something like, uh, say this new Ghostbusters movie that's going to be coming out, uh, next year. That's supposed to be a continuation of the old Ghostbusters themes. Um, Ghostbuster movies, like the first two. I have to retract my reboot statement because I, in my mind was thinking remake. So I'm on remake right now. (laughs) I'm thinking of remake this is reboot reboot in my opinion is something that you're starting back up again the computer the information has not been lost you're rebooting the computer you're restarting it so that like you're you're continuing from the last place um it came maybe it's getting a little like a refresher or, or something new is getting put into it or some time has passed before the last one happened um, first off, I'd like to say Star Wars. This is a Star Trek household, and and I'd like you to respect that. <laughs> Secondly, I like Star Trek, but I also like Star Wars. All right, you this is this yes yes you can, and, also, and this is what this household if there is. Wasn't for Star Wars, Star Trek probably would have died off and not had no more movies to come back either. So Star Wars, Star Trek work together. No, to they keep don't. Each other alive. Thank Star Wars. <laughs> anyway. Star Wars didn't do really a reboot or a remake. I mean, it can continued with its shows and its and its cartoons and its nonsense. So it didn't really stop to do a reboot or a remake or anything like that. I mean, it just I mean, it had films, it had like things that were on Netflix and stuff like that. So can it really be considered a reboot or really was it just a return to theaters? I think it's a sequel because well, yeah, no, it is a sequel, I, I, but was it? I think I think, was, the, I think the main thing that constitutes it is that is the title because you have all of these different episodes of Star Wars and all of them have distinct titles. Whereas if you take something like Halloween, which is like a continuation, but many years later, um, the title is just called Halloween. So that's a reboot in the sense that you're like making it fresh again. You're starting it up again. If they wanted to um if they wanted to make it a sequel i think they would have called it like halloween return 20 years later or something i don't know but well i mean it's like i think i like i think in the case of star wars it's could be considered a reboot only because 
at that point, Star Wars, at, at least from the movie standpoint, had a bad taste in his mouth. The last Star Wars movie before Force Awakens was episode three, coming off of a trilogy no one asked for and no one liked uh, outside of the few people. And the third one was uh, the, own, the most tolerable of those three. And the only person and you know, I say tolerable because no one agrees that it's a great movie. It's an okay movie compared to the two that were garbage before it. So people were kind of done with Star Wars movies for a while. And uh, well, just because somebody didn't like the film doesn't mean that it constitutes as a reboot. But that's so you guys have shitty films. Franchises leading to reboots, though. But you guys just have bad films. Rebooting anything else? You guys just have bad films. You guys have Star Trek. What are you talking about? (laughs) You watch your mouth and you respect the franchise. No, I don't. I don't have to admit anything. You you like using that paddle down the uh, Jerome? I will kick you out of the house. (laughs) Do not make me do this. Everybody knows how Star Trek goes. There's good movies and bad movies. No. Different than Star Wars. I vote for USS Callister, the Black Mirror episode that was really good. <laughs> Shut up, Jonathan. That was really you broke good. into somebody's house today. <laughs> Watch the Instagram story and you'll see what I mean. Um, but anywho, but there's a bunch of reboots that are well, even, uh, okay. Uh, what then constitutes would Pet Cemetery constitute as a remake then? Because it doesn't acknowledge the old Pet Cemetery the. The original one or Pet Cemetery 2. This is a completely new storyline. This is a completely new idea. You know, it's starting from the beginning with uh, spoilers with the family moving into the farmhouse and it's changing the whole idea. It's not keeping the same ending. So is that a remake to you guys then? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's uh, that's that would be my definition of remake. Something that is completely it disregards if you want to find my definition of remake, skip skip behind like uh, uh, flash. What's the word? Rewind. Do people rewind anymore? I mean, yeah, but go I mean, go back like uh, five minutes to where I told you my definition of reboot, and you'll find my definition of remake. Remake is something that. You Your cat is just irritated. Just, Something's bothering her. She's yelling right now. She doesn't like your guys. That she doesn't like that you guys brought up Star Wars in this house. <laughs> um, but a remake is something that you're starting fresh again. It's okay, you're Mama. reinventing it. You're remaking it. You're acting as if the first one did not exist. Sometimes there's new characters. There could be like some of the same characters, but overall the story um, is new. Yeah, I'd say that's my definition of remake. Like much like the Ghostbusters movie with. Um, the all-female cast with uh, Kate McKinnon and uh, Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, Leslie Jones. Uh, that was a remake of a Ghostbusters film in that it doesn't acknowledge the first one and even goes as far as to make its own story and do its own thing versus trying to uh, just pick up where the other two movies left off. That is very true. Um what about all right so here's a really good one and i know this one actually falls into reboot and remakes a lot there's a topic of godzilla now that one can fall into either category there's that gray area movie i don't know because it's it's it has been remade but it has been rebooted at the same time because it has acknowledged that this has been a monster of the past and it has happened before but not the and same it has, past I think is the only thing that, that adds that gray area sometimes it has though depending on what like, movie it is what is it the um where Godzilla attacks Japan and in the new Godzilla fr- uh, 
franchise that they mentioned that Godzilla's been around. They used a nuclear bomb, but that nuclear bomb wasn't on Hiroshima. It was over uh, in just the Pacific coast, kind of off the coast of Hawaii to try and kill Godzilla. And that was the and the idea is that he's just been around, but they didn't they don't acknowledge the fact that he's like you that he attacked Japan or fought all yeah, these monsters and all. But that they stuff, do like, keep the storyline of how he's made like with the nuclear or stuff like that, and how he's a monster from the sea and all that. So I mean, they are keeping the original information about Godzilla and the monsters he's fighting. So it's not a complete remake of it. So well, that's, just, that's just the premise. Because I would think like I think like well, a lot of times with remakes they change the premises. Well, but that doesn't necessarily mean it has. You have to if you're remaking something. Because, for example, Ghostbusters... I keep going to Ghostbusters because it's the most recent thing in my mind right now. Um, Like, in Ghostbusters, the premise is still the same. Four people who believe in the paranormal activity develop machines that use the same technology and are described the same way to trap uh, ghosts into little containers or whatever that put them in, like, a ghost portal. It's the same premise. Uh, All of the moving parts are still the same. Even, like some of the same roles are the same. It's just different characters are portraying them and the story beats don't acknowledge former stories that have the same premise. You know, he came, he, like, Jonathan mentioned, like, other shows, like Fuller. What about Fuller House? Well, I was just going to say, on the topic of Godzilla, I watched Godzilla, the latest one, King of the Monsters, and after Mm -hmm. the first, like, 45 minutes of dark fighting monster scenes, I was like, okay, we get it. See, but you're I'm not sorry. a Godzilla fan. Wait, did I'm Godzilla th- have anything to do with King Kong? Or no? No. Because I know they were going to... King gonna... Kong was not in this movie. Okay, because... <laughs> no, no, no. One. That's the next movie. Wait. Because I know they were doing at the end of King Kong, they were... All right, King Kong, reboot or That's remake? That's what I thought this was. Yeah, no, because no, they were it's, originally... It's the uh, at the end of King Kong, he sees the... Uh, the, the, the three, he sees the, the three Of King yeah. Ghidorah and all the other Godzilla monsters. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the next movie was, okay, we're going to do all the Godzilla monsters... And then we're going to do King Kong because King Kong has his own franchise. It was so are they teaming up me. King Kong and Godzilla any... or no? Hmm? Are they teaming up Godzilla and King Kong or no? No, they're fighting. Oh, they're fighting. Why? Because it's a it's a <laughs> remake of the old school movie Godzilla versus King Kong. They fought before. But why? I don't. I don't. I haven't actually seen the old movie, so I can't actually tell you. <laughs> but well, like half the time, um, Godzilla is actually protecting like. But I mean, the uh, idea might weirdly. also be because they play around with the new Godzilla movie that they're more or less, like, even though they are like sentient beings that do help out humanity sometimes, they are still animals. And so they play with the idea that Godzilla during King of the Monsters is like the actual King of the Monsters. And so, like, all the monsters show up and they're like, all right, we're going to respect you, Godzilla. You got it. You breathe fire. You're big. We're not going to mess with you. So it might be a thing where King Kong's like, uh, who's Wait, talking God. about who's king of the monsters around here? I'm King Kong. I need somebody to tell me who's the He's king. He's just a giant gorilla. Like, But he has opposable thumbs. Oh, my God. That would make him a, lot, a real admirable foe against Godzilla. He oh can climb on his back. Godzilla can breathe freaking fire, it's but opposable be, thumbs, that's going to win know, the it's fight. It's going to be hard to breathe fire when you can put someone in a chokehold where they can't breathe. <laughs> Like, King why do you Kong need you do don't that. you don't need a thumb for 
a chokehold. You have to make your grip stronger so that you can't. It's uh, not. You, you don't necessarily need it. Try holding a arm like this with four fingers I can, and no thumb. I can happily. How, we can. How, we can definitely try that. We can try that. I just okay, say. Have any demonstrations? <laughs> um, Why not? That would be fun. I'm pulling for King Kong. Um, I like King Kong because of his thumbs. But but yes, his thumbs. anyway, going, okay. Going on to what you were we're, talking about, like uh, TV shows. Right. Like, yeah. When um, they when they do that Fuller House. Fuller House. That's definitely a reboot, right? Reboot. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Because they're continuing the storyline, the previous storyline. Mm-hmm. They're not remaking anything. Which I think it's a little ridiculous when they continue when they. It's not necessarily that they're continuing with the storyline; is that they're just making the same storyline with Fuller House. Pretty much. Yeah. Like it was her, just her husband died. Yeah, she they, stuck it was with just a baby. A gender, uh, yeah. Reversal. Instead of three girls, she stuck with three boys. Mm-hmm. Best friend moves in with a random little girl, and like, yeah, and her it sister. was, yeah, it was just a weird thing going on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why do they need to keep killing off the extra parent? What is going on here? <laughs> and I, but Full I do house. appreciate in the f- first episode of Full House how um, John Stamos' character, Uncle Jesse, did mention that the house they live in in uh, San Francisco would be worth like seven point something million dollars now. Probably, yeah. With the view and the location and everything. It's like, I how did they like, afford that? Like, Uncle Jesse was a, a, a musician, an he, up-and-coming musician. He owned a nightclub. Joey. <laughs> yeah, that was in, like, the later seasons. Well, it got popular. I don't know what Joey was. Actually, he was a comedian. It was that it? And then they did, like, uh, him and Uncle Jesse did, like, advertising at one point. Oh, yeah. And then Danny was the co-host of Wake Up San Francisco. Yeah, but then they moved up, moved to like San Diego or something or LA. Him and well, maybe he got his wife's like, um, you know, money. Money is money, whatever. <laughs> I feel like maybe she was she she maybe she had a really good job and well, no, well, possibly. Who knows anymore? I um, feel like rebooting TV shows is weird if you're not going to change the dynamics. Like when they try, they brought back that so Raven, but she's just another like, but she's a you know single parent with a different mindset. And oh my god, I forgot awesome. about that. What do you want him to do? Do you want him to be like like have a have a medical drama? Like no, no, no. I think it's a good thing that it's like a different dynamic. It's Raven is like uh, no, oh, you were but saying, see the thing is with that so Raven, her kids have visions. No, like, but that was cool. the wrong storyline for that so Raven though, because it was supposed to skip a generation. Was, I mean, when, do they bring that? I never they do. watch the episode where they bring I do. out like, where her vision powers. They do, because her grandmother comes to visit. I know the show. Oh, I love the yeah, show. Yeah. Her grandmother comes and to her visit. her don't have Yeah, her mom doesn't. Powers. And she's like, oh. It, it actually comes up when Raven gets a cold, and she can hear people's uh, thoughts, and her mom's like, oh, you're just having a psychic cold. Like, my mom used to get those all the time. And then she mentions about them skipping a generation. So it is mentioned about how it skips a generation, so her kids shouldn't have visions. And Corey never had visions either. Or no. yeah. So it really should only like be one kid at a time. Here's a question. Now we're on TV shows. Is Corey in the house considered a re uh uh no, that's, a spin-off. Off. that's a spin off? That's a spin off. That's right. definitely a spin off. Okay, that's a different thing. <laughs> that's yeah. 
Because but, it was a definitely a continuing, but it was uh, right after. Right. I think a reboot or a remake, you have to have a time lapse in between mm-hmm. to consider one of those two. And if not, then it's a spin off. Yeah. I think because of the time frame with Fuller House and Raven, uh, it became uh, a remake and a reboot. Mm-hmm. Or a reboot. It wouldn't be a remake. All that... Which I actually just watched the episode of all, they uploaded it to YouTube. I watched the the episode of the the first episode of the new all of that, and it's actually pretty good. Granted, they had a whole bunch of callbacks to the original cast, so I don't know without the original cast what it's gonna be like. But it was enjoyable. They kept the theme song. Um, just too iconic to lose. Exactly. They had the Jonas Brothers on there. Oh, for real? Yeah. Well, that's surprising. I want to watch in, that. They were in the Good Burger sketch. See, I didn't even know they were like remaking that. But here's my is that a remake? The Jonas Brothers? No, I know about the Jonas Brothers. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're coming back. Are they a reboot? <laughs> is the Jonas Brothers considered a reboot Ooh. or a remake? Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, music groups break up and come back together. All yeah, the but time. they got to be considered something too. A I mean, reunion? I um, well, I would say if the show, if they like have a movie or something, or show comes back, that would be a reboot. But as far as bands, because bands break up, get back together, break up, or they just go on a hiatus and they're like, we're going to do a bunch of solo stuff and come back. Because, like, that's what Queen did. Queen went on a hiatus for a while and let, like, Freddie Mercury did a solo project. Uh, the drummer, whose name I can't remember right now, <laughs> uh, did a solo project. Uh, Brian May did a solo stuff. And then they would come back together and make albums. So it's like, I think I think music is a weird mix where they it's never so much a reboot as much as just, like, them being like, hey, you know what? We got the band back together. We're going to make some music again. I would say, say it's a reboot. Yeah, I'd say it's a reboot. Like, if, if we had to call it something, I'd say it was a reboot. Reboot. Like, but if, if they got a new, if had to if choose, they got like, a new band member, remake. Yeah, or if they... But then it's not the like, Jonas Brothers anymore. Or if they oh, no, 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 no. Ba- the Jonas they do Brothers- have a fourth brother. Oh, right, they do. But he's not He's not in the band. Or if the Jonas Brothers started, <laughs> like, their own, like, band, like, say, with, like, like, with their sons or something, and then they called them the Jonas Brothers, then that'd be a remake. They're all married, right? I think so. I don't think Nick Jonas is. I know, um, or not Nick Jonas, uh... Joe Jonas. I don't think Joe, Joe Jonas. Jonas. No, Joe Jonas didn't he marry? Because I know Nick Jonas is married to. Oh um, no, Joe Jonas is with, uh, with Sophie Turner. Yeah, they got married in Vegas. Oh, I know. Uh, then how so legit is that marriage if it's in Vegas? Don't bash Vegas. <laughs> Just say you can do what you can, you can do. Get married in two seconds in Vegas. <laughs> Were you well, at maybe, the wedding? And then be divorced well, in, maybe, the same, in like the next second after. Well, maybe that's a good thing you can get married in two seconds. I Like, I see how stressful weddings are for people. It's like, calm down. It's just a big party. I was a banquet server for like three years. And like, it was people just need to relax. I don't know how many times brides and grooms got into arguments and like the wedding reception was so awkward and uncomfortable and half the time they didn't even eat because they had to go around from table to table like greeting people like if i ever by chance get married i'm not greeting anybody i'm eating everybody has to come up and say hello to me it's my day that's a personal choice though you're saying that like that's a common thing it is a common thing my cousin had her wedding she did not go around table to table greeting people because everybody in there was family and friends we know who you are there's no need to say hi. it's like a a, like an actual thing like that's one of the you know traditions or 
rituals or whatever nonsense you call it for weddings, the bride and groom go table to table and be like, how, how are you doing? Enjoying the meal or whatever. Y'all know who I am. Come to my table. <laughs> come see, that's what come see me. <laughs> You're invited to the wedding, aren't you? I know you. What do you mean? How are you doing? You like I, I know exactly how you're doing. You're enjoying a nice meal at my nice wedding. <laughs> I don't know. The chicken's probably dry a little bit. <laughs> then take it up with the chef. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> it's your wedding. Clearly, it's your wedding. Why are you having dry chicken First at your all, wedding? I'm a male man in America. It's not my wedding. It's you're my a male bro- man in America. Oh. Which, do you work for USPS? <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> That's a good one. Excuse no, it's you. It's the bride's wedding, all right? Talk to her. She's the only one who's going to get anything done around there. I'm just there to And why are you being so lazy? Why are you being so lazy? Why are you not helping her out with anything? Because her father's paying for the wedding, all right? <laughs> and why are you putting that all on him? Jerome. This has gone off the rails. No, now we're okay, focusing I'm gonna, on this. I'm going to refocus Why aren't you helping um, her out with plans? She my... needs some de-stressors. She needs to know what color the napkins are. You could at least be helpful no, 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 on we'll that. Do all that. But if they're oh, will you? at the wedding during the wedding. Oh, you're just going to leave it all up to her. Oh, that's great. For somebody who it's supposed to be her day. There is no controlling this right now. No, no, no. For it's supposed to be her day, you're going to let her deal with all the stress? It's her day. You solve all the problems. That's awful. You're supposed to make it a magical day for her? and well, then it's just all her fault. don't like the groom to be involved. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's stereotypic. If you both are awful guys. If you're a man in America, you don't have a say in the wedding. Right? I'm just that's saying what I've seen you. from like oh. reality television. That's what I've never been married before. <laughs> so. Emails. Anyway, uh, let's time refocus try to pass the input. No, that's ugly. No, I don't want her in my wedding. No, I don't My want question this. is. Oh, no, keep going, Jerome. Keep going. My question gonna make is better. Get out of my house. This my you and your Star Wars and your male wedding. Stuff, I'm taking everything down. Let's go. <laughs> Does a reboot or a remake diminish the original product? I think sometimes it does. Depends. It really does. Depend. How how they handle it. Give can... me examples. Um, Freddy Krueger. Nightmare on Elm Street. Good example. That. Very so, good example. no, I have a real big problem with that one because that is a horror film I have loved my whole life. My mom probably should not have, but allowed me to watch it when I was very young. And I have always loved Nightmare on Elm Street. I actually have the box set from the 80s and 90s. And it's actually been one of my biggest, biggest loves, uh, Freddy Krueger. I was never really scared of him either. People are always like, you shouldn't watch that. You know, you'll get nightmares. But I've never had nightmares. Um, and then I found out they were doing a remake of it, where it was more gory and more gruesome. They were like going to do darker parts of it. And I was just so upset because I'm like, now they're just doing it for like scare effect. They're going into all these like hidden dark parts and stuff. And I'm like, well, no, the scary part of what of him was that he could reach you in your dreams, not about him in reality. They made him scarier about, you know, the stuff he did in real when he was alive more than he could reach you in your dreams. And I think when they started rebooting that whole franchise, I mean, don't get me wrong, when they remade Halloween, it was actually really good, I think. But what they did with like Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, Friday the 13th and even the Wax House, I think it was called. House House of Wax. Those were just all awful. And I think they really ruined like the horror movie franchise. And like, I have a, personal thing with that because I I love those movies growing up and they're really big deal to me and like to see them like taken and just like you guys are not taking this seriously and you're just trying to add gore and blood and it's like not the same effect. 
I would say um, Friday the 13th, I liked. Uh, I thought it was still, it went back to the roots of Friday the 13th. Because at the end of the day, like, the, the camp and the, like, hokiness came after, uh, you know, the, like, many, many, many sequels of a lot of those movies, franchises. But, uh, you know, at the at the core of it, it's supposed to be a scary horror movie. And it's just, you know, with the sensibilities of those old movies from back then, you can do so much more. So Friday the 13th, I thought, utilized that very well. And that, like, okay, we can get away with a lot more now than we could back when we were making stuff using just, like, you know, normal makeup effects and stuff like that. Uh, with Nightmare on Elm Street, I think it was uh, a great idea to try and like make Freddy take Freddy a lot more seriously than just making him a guy who kind of tells jokes and and stuff as he's killing you but I think I I feel like it uh failed in that in in being a reboot in that that's what makes Freddy though Freddy is that he has a personality despite being this like messed up killer and it's cool that he attacks you in the dreams and so they really utilize the effects really well to amplify that Versus in the reboot, everything's CG and some of the effects, I'm like, I feel like it would have uh, it would have been cooler if you'd done this practically or uh, made decisions that were a lot less um, about trying to... Like, see, that's the problem. I don't... Know, I think... Gory. I think in Friday the 13th, they didn't focus enough about in the dream reality. Oh, you mean Nightmare on Elm Street? Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. They didn't focus enough about him attacking people in the dreams. They more focused about, like the creepy stuff they saw in the hallucinations and the discoveries they were looking for and like the blood they would view. They didn't like actually see Freddy Krueger and the creepy stuff. They were more seeing their disturbing hallucinations or stuff like that. I think well, they lacked fair, in the first movie. You don't see Freddy a lot. You Not do until, though. You see shadows of him. Like, well, you see him when he comes through the wall. You see him like in the right, but you with the long you arms, catch glances of, of him, yeah, but you, know? you catch glances of him in the in the remake because I finally tried to watch it and I freaking hated it. Um, you you see like a girl in a body bag. You see somebody they knew who's dead or something like that. You actually don't see like images of Freddy Krueger or anything like that. You don't see his shape or anything. You see their hallucinations of like something they're scared of or something that frightens them. And it's like not the same because it's like, okay, he's using their fears. Great. But like it's supposed to be like, no, he's their fear. It's supposed to be that him that's frightening them. Not like something else. It's supposed to be he's their worst nightmare. You know what I think a, an example of a good remake is? Like in, in the way that Sounded it Sounded like you weren't sure about that. I was <laughs> trying to think. Is it a reboot or a remake? Um, in a way that it enhanced the story or original product. The 1990, I think, 8 or 9 version of Cinderella, Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella with Brandy and Whitney Houston and um, Jason Alexander. Good, oh, definitely, that yeah. Was a good Cinderella movie. Yes. Yeah. Because especially since it was a brand new twist on it that we had never seen, like, there was uh, the the prince was Asian and, the Cinder- and Cinderella was black, Fairy Godmother was black. The prince had like a, a black mom and a white dad. <laughs> like it was, it was just such a unique something that we had never seen before. Not to mention Brandy, like and Whitney oh, yeah. Houston. You can't go, can't go wrong with them. So I think it was great because in that movie alone, they definitely just picked actors and actresses 
that were just great and had wonderful voices too so Mm -hmm. i was like oh this is a movie completely with good acting and good singing so it was like you didn't even care that none of them match you clearly (laughs) can't get an asian person out of a black and white person but hey they all have beautiful voices and they're all fantastic actors so you didn't care about anything else so it was definitely yeah i agree with you that definitely like helped that was definitely one of the remakes of Cinderella that I really loved. I loved the remake of the Planet of the Apes franchise a lot. Um, only because, uh, well, not only because they're good movies. I, I enjoy all of the Planet of the Apes movies, um, the new ones. But uh, also the fact that they are they do what I think all remakes should do, which is like, don't remake the stuff people like. Because they already like that thing. There's not. There's nothing more to mine from something that's a huge success, especially if it's something like, like the Disney movies, for example, where it's like everybody already loves Lion King. There's no reason to remake Lion King past the studio just but wanting you to make. Better believe I'm gonna be first in line. Past the studio just wanting to make more money. That's the only reason they're remaking Lion King. I'm versus, not gonna watch like, Lion King in this in the theaters. Neither am I. I'm not gonna spend money for that. Like I'm not gonna. No, I want to watch it. You don't have to I spend know. money. You work at IMAX. The point I'm making is, I like uh, Lion King, and I think the technology is amazing on Lion King. It looks great. I'm sure Donald Glover and Beyonce and all of the cast will do a phenomenal job. But I'm not gonna pay to see the same movie. Again, just with it making this with a Again, little bit more. You don't budget. have to pay. My whole issue is. Uh, let me I, tell you how your comps work after this podcast. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it just because I can't. I I saw what that little cub looks like, and I cannot handle that little cub going to Mufasa and being like, "Wake up! I I will ugly cry in the theater." And I know it, so I'm not going. Oh, I'm, I'm, no. I'm getting you your ticket. You're, no, you're I'm coming, definitely so not I'm going. <laughs> but I, I, you guys have never seen me cry. I, I don't think any of my friends have ever seen me cry, and I'd like to keep it that way. <laughs> not because like I'm trying to keep up a tough act. I'm an ugly crier. I'm like literally one of those people. Like there is just it's awful. There is like I go from like one tear going down my cheek to just full on red face, puffy eyes, puffy nose, not so it's like gross as well as I get really ugly. <laughs> so yeah, I will not be seeing that in theaters because I am just one ugly crier. I am excited to watch it because I have a lot of nostalgia with it. Like I grew up on the movie. The movie was released the year I was born. Oh. Yeah. So I just feel like, and especially since like I I don't have any major qualms with any of the remakes that Disney has done. Like every one that I've seen, it's been like, oh, that was cute. That's basically how I walk out of the movie theater saying like, Oh, that was cute. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm much like, like that. I'm not like, wow, oh my gosh, my world is amazed. I needed this in my life. No, it's you know what? It's I'm kind of like that cute. with with the Disney films. It's the only ones I've been upset with are the horror films, and I just because I've grown up more with those, and I preferred those growing up. Those have been the ones that I've focused on more and been more upset with. But I have enjoyed some of the remakes and reboots again, except for. Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm still upset by that. <laughs> I will continue to be upset by that. Um, actually, 
Child's Play came out. Yeah, we oh, haven't yeah, gotten right. to see it. I no. would like to see it. We should make plans for that. Yes. Um, but I hear it's vastly different, and it is no longer uh, the serial killer has entered the doll. No, it's, it's he's a robot. He's a robot, oh. which again annoys me because now that is like a remake, and it's weird and stuff. And it's like, well, no. Sounds scarier when a serial killer has. Yeah, entered no, the it's doll. about. A serial killer who uses voodoo to go into a doll, which well, sounds ridiculous. The but reason like, they didn't do go with that story is because that franchise is still going, actually. On video on demand, they're still doing that storyline with yeah. Chucky being a, a serial killer trapped in a doll's body. So I think they wanted to remake Chucky, but not continue to do something so they wouldn't be any So they're going to have some weird two storyline going on of Chucky? Well, to be fair, also... They kind of went behind the original creator's back to make this remake. Oh, because neat. the original creator is the one who's still doing the original story, storyline, like new movies. And uh, and uh, well, I forget the, the minutiae around how they got to be able to do the remake, but it's essentially... Well, probably because he doesn't even uh, look like Chucky. Yeah. It looks... It has this... Have you guys seen what the doll looks like? Yeah. I saw that they were giving replicas of it away on Twitter. Oh, like my God. Like, they were having, like, an art... I think it was an art contest. I wouldn't contest. want that one, though. <laughs> I think it was an art contest. Um, and whoever created the best fan art of the movie would win a replica of the doll. I can't draw. First of all, who... I, I know, Alex, you just said that you would want it, but... I do. In your house? Yeah. No, when I was little, I wanted the actual Chucky doll. And that was cute. Like, the past no, 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 no. Of, like, the actual... No, I uh, wanted negative. the one... Like, he was a cute doll. No, I wanted the doll one... <laughs> no, I wanted the doll one where he was cut up. And he had the stitched up face. That's the version I wanted. Yeah, but my mom wouldn't let me have it. Because she's like, no, that's too creepy to have. And I was like, fine. It is. But, like, they would have it at Spencer's. And I was, like, always debating on whether to get it. But it was always, like, $120. Alex, you're going to leave that doll... On your bed, you're gonna leave for work. You're gonna come back, okay. and that doll will all no longer be look on that at spot our Instagram, in your bed. There is literally a baby doll's head on my wall. But that's a head. It can't. Oh, okay. It's, all right. Even if it did come to life, all it would do is blink eyes and look at you. Maybe talk you, a little bit. Chucky has legs and arms. I and thought, according to the movies, has grown man strength despite being a baby. So it can still <laughs> choke you out and kill you. Do you all remember when I brought a haunted doll to the science center? Yes, the and IMAX, then Tevin and broke then his Tevin, head. He kept moving it and then he broke its face. I'm like, well, now the soul, now the spirit's in the IMAX. Well, that's fine. Yeah, it's already haunted. It's fine. Um, so whatever, that spirit's there now. Back, back to my train of thought real quick, because we just left my conversation behind completely. <laughs> um, just like, well, mostly just like, I wanted to bring up the Disney reboots because I think, because uh, my issue with the Disney reboots doesn't come from them being remade. Because I, I think all of the reboots have had to have at least tried to add a little something to the original story that has made it something new and fresh for me, uh, whether that be technology-wise or story-wise. Um, like how Jungle Book, they used, they really advanced the technology to really make, do Jungle Book up. Because, uh, especially since the fact that like the jungle's not real, the animals aren't real. Uh, the only thing is real is Mowgli, which is really interesting and really unique, um, for a live action Jungle Book movie. Because we've had them before and none of them have looked as good as that one before that time. Um, but 
the thing is, is that I feel like like the only issue with Disney making reboots of all their famous uh, movies it has less to do with like if they should tell a new story or not or reboot the story. But the fact of like you're Disney, you can afford to like there's a time where you went to Disney for all types of original content to like make new things and make new nostalgic things for kids to love and enjoy. And now exactly. They're just like, they're being lazy and they're just remaking things they already have made because they don't want to try and make anything new. I know know everybody says thousands of money. They need to remake, they need to remake the stuff that's hidden, like the hidden gems. Like, give me a Home on the Range remake. Give me an Atlantis (laughs) remake. You remember that? Oh my God. Atlantis. I (laughs) I would die for that. The, the, see that's what I was saying about Planet of the Apes like pl- the Planet of the Apes movies they made are based off of the terrible Planet of the Apes movies that came in like the 70s after the good I ones had already passed I wouldn't say that the ones in the 70s were terrible yeah. I like them no, well, hold on. No, the first ones. Oh, sorry. The first ones came out in the seventies. I'm thinking the ones in the eighties. Oh yeah, the ones like, in the eighties. Uh, Escape from Planet of the Apes. No, okay, yeah, the eighties uh, ones are not. You know, those those, not great. those old ones. The like the ones on the back end of that franchise were terrible. Um, Is there like a Rise of the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? Yeah, there's one with an insanely long title. Yeah. Um, well, we're not. I think go Rise. Inside. I think it was Rise of the War of the Planet of the Apes or something like that. Anyway, um, but you know, it's like that's I yeah, think that's no. what remakes should be made is like the stuff that people didn't like or was a great idea but just didn't because of technology or whatever couldn't like be executed as well as it could have been it could be now. Yeah, but wasn't Jungle Book actually like a big Disney movie? Yeah. People like Jungle Book. I mean, I I did. I remember as a kid, my parents bought it on VHS. We'd watch Jungle Book all the time. I, I never remember there was also a live action version of Jungle Book. Also um, made by Disney, where Mowgli was grown up. Um, Weird. Mm-hmm. Well, the one that I, I'm referring to was many years ago. Was George of the like Jungle? The sorry, was George of the Jungle Disney? No. What yeah. is he? Actually, he was. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. In fact, they have a lot of jungle people. Because Tarzan, George a bunch of Jungle Book movies, and George of the Jungle. <laughs> I like That's George really of the Jungle. George of the Jungle was um, live action. Yeah, it was. They never did a Tarzan live action though. Which is no, weird. well, not Disney anyway. But they did a couple years ago. Did a Tarzan live action, but from a different company. Um, call back to Usher since we are behind the Usher station. Usher does a really good re- rendition of "You'll Be in My Heart" from Tarzan. <laughs> you should listen to it. Um, it's before he got herpes, allegedly. <laughs> oh, now we're doing yeah, allegedly. No, we're not- <laughs> Allegedly, uh, we were talking but, before this, and I saw that it was just a rumor that Usher got herpes. So, Usher, if you're listening to this, we don't believe that you have Hershey Hershey's. Hershey's. Yep, you don't have Hershey's chocolate. You know, like he's not about it. He doesn't like Hershey's chocolate at all. Uh, anyway, moving on. Um, with the reboots and the remakes, I think there's just too many nowadays. I think, and I get like there's that whole. There's only so much original content people have, but I think Disney's taking it too far. They're just doing it now. They're just making everything they had into live action. But it doesn't need to be. Um, and it's just getting so much nowadays. I feel like there's nothing new. It's very tiring. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, and I, I think that's that's why I'm so adamant about Disney being doing these remakes. Like I want I wanna see more, you know, you guys are the innovators 
of original content, but even past Disney. You know, I want to see more studios really pumping out some like, original blockbusters. Well, Disney took a lot. Well, Disney took a lot of its ideas from like fairy tales and stuff like that. So it wasn't actually having original ideas. It just looked onto like storybooks and stuff like that in the Grimm Brothers. So even Disney. It was rebooting and remaking its own original content. (laughs) And then what's going to happen 30 years from now? Are we going to have a remake of the remake? If if Disney ever lets go of its copyrights, maybe hopefully somebody can retell it. But even then, I think Disney, even though they, yeah, they were based on fairy tales, they still would like elevate the content though too they would or or at least dumb it down to an audience that wouldn't quite understand it. Like if I when I was five, I could not understand Rudyard Kipling's Jungle Book series the same way I would retain the Jungle Book movie. And even though the movie is not, you know, the the the, the most accurate representation of that book series, it can still it can still introduce me to the idea of like there's a book like the Jungle Book. So when I got older and they're like, hey, you should read the Jungle Book series, I was like, oh, there's a Jungle Book series or whatever. Look into it and read it for myself. And I think that's where you can kind of, especially when it comes to adaptation, uh, that's where it it shines, is is, uh, presenting something to an audience who otherwise would not have probably watched or seen it before. I think I just had such a different upbringing style because my mom would allow me to read the original fairy tales before watching the Disney movies. So I knew like the real story of Cinderella before watching Cinderella. So nobody was ever like, oh, you should read Cinderella, you know, the real fairy tale. I know I knew what happened. I knew the gruesome truth about Cinderella and then read it. And then I learned about the true story about Beauty and the Beast before I watched Beauty and the Beast. So I don't think I ever really had that thought process of like watching it and then going on to read the book version or the real version compared for Disney um, seeing what how Disney remade it to what it is and as for Jungle Book I've actually never seen Jungle Book I've never seen the cartoon you the remake cartoon. nothing of Jungle Book Kaylin and Lauren actually yelled at me for that <laughs> they like demanded that I watch it and I was like uh, it's, it's a fun movie it's okay um, it's uh it's not like the sequel that they made after that was a direct-to-video vi- uh, direct sequel is not as good as the original, but uh, it was uh, the first one's a pretty pretty good movie, um, and uh, the animation was pretty sharp for the time. Yeah. So final thoughts before we end: reboot or remake? Choose one. Like choose one we like, or choose like which do we prefer between reboots and remakes? Whatever your your preferences, whatever you decide, this is your decision. Reboot or remake. So which one we would rather watch more? Yes. Mm. I would have to say remakes. Because a reboot is almost feels almost like a continuance. And it's like you can always just jump backwards and I'm just like, eh. But a remake, you can sometimes get a fresh perspective of the story and be like, okay, you thought of something I didn't think about before. You added more detail. Like with um, Beauty and the Beast, they gave, they finally told us what happened to Belle's mom. You know, they added more detail we never thought about. They answered questions. So I think with remakes, you are allowed more detail and you're allowed more information. It makes the story feel more complete as with the reboot, you're kind of just thrown back in without 
too much thought sometimes. And if they do give you more information from the past, it's almost like, oh, okay, we're backpedaling. Mm-hmm. Great, we're going backwards. But this should have really been done beforehand. So I would definitely rather watch a remake to a reboot. I prefer, I would say I prefer reboots only because uh, I think I, I do agree with a lot of your points about uh, remakes for sure. Um, but I think what I like about reboots is that it's, um, you know, I, a lot of, especially when it comes to TV shows, there's a lot of stories that have, that uh, they never got a chance to like get their, their, uh, what's it called? Ending? What is happening over here? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating and sitting away from the mic and Jonathan's like laughing because I'm trying not to crunch into the mic. <laughs> So it's giving him a laugh attack. But go, continue, continue. But, um, but you know, with reboots, you have um, a chance to finish out a story and stuff. And for and you know, especially depending on if you have a good good idea or something that can really refresh the the franchise. Like for example, uh, Star Trek. Um, when Star Trek restarted the movies, at first I thought it was a remake based off of the marketing. And then you actually watch the movie in two thousand eight, and it turns out it's actually. Uh, not a remake, but a reboot in that like all, all the adventures from Star Trek before all the movies, all the TV shows, all that still happened. This is just a new timeline and you have, but you still have Leonard Nimoy as old Spock coming in to help out the new crew in a different time period. And I thought that was really cool and an interesting way to bring back Star Trek for a new generation, but also still pay homage to the people of the old generation too. Yeah, that's true. So uh, I, I like I like reboots if it's done well and, and, mm-hmm. and, and there's clearly um, an inspiring story to tell. I will be the odd one out and say I enjoy remakes more. Probably because I said I like remakes. She like remakes. I know you said reboots. No, I said remakes. remakes. Okay. <laughs> you just want to. I'm be just unique. having an issue with reboots today. Wow. <laughs> um, I'd say, Are you sure you're talking about remakes? Yes, I'm talking about remakes because. I think sometimes producers and directors and writers and all the people, filmmakers and television writers and stuff like that, they like to stretch out the story. Sometimes you stretch out what really isn't there. Like sometimes it's it's concluded, it's ended, like done, finito. Um, but in a remake, you can add your own spin to it. Um like Cinderella or like some of these other reboots where we've been able to see a different perspective of it. Um, You can tell the story however you like. You can tell the story a a number of different ways. And I just think that sometimes the creativity is seen in that more than it is within a story that you already you already have the continuation of the story. You can go this this number of ways with it, but in the remake, it, it can really show someone's creativity um, when you already have the story that you think is concrete and you think is told one way, but then you tell it another. So, yeah, those are our thoughts on reboots versus remakes. Plus a few um, tangents on stuff that was not at all about reboots and remakes. Yeah. Oh, your sexist views on marriage and wedding. <laughs> Both of you. Anyway. I feel like that's giving a lot of power to the to the bride to be like, you you run the whole show, the whole thing. Well, apparently you're not helping at all. <laughs> but. Um, okay, we can delete this part. Um, anyways, no, I want to uh, keep this in. I want them to know what I have to deal with. I said, I all no, I no, said no, was. No, no, no. No, don't okay, try listen, to talk your way out of listen, it. Listen, literally all I said was... <laughs> mm-hmm. I, yes, yes, dance puppets. 
literally all I said was I think sometimes the bride like enjoy like I've literally heard this from like you know the show The Real yeah yeah I've seen their clips on YouTube and they talk about marriage a lot and it's all women it's a panel of all women uh, of color and they talk about marriage and weddings and a lot of sex. Okay, I get you. <laughs> she's like, stop talking about married women. Right? It's done. It's over. In the episode. Let's go. And a lot of... T- and uh, Adrian... Oh <laughs> you clearly upset all the women in this household. <laughs> and Adrian Bailon from the Cheetah Girls, she talks about how... Um, obviously we're not going to include this I, 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 uh, and we, she talks, we keep this listen, tangent and I'll just cut this off Adrian Bailon she talks a lot about her wedding um, to Israel and she says that um, her husband let her do all of the planning and all of the work so that is what I was referring to I yes that's all I was referring to I would love for a Cheetah Girls uh, remake or reboot that would be pretty that's pretty what you got from that It'll be fun. I will. Cheetah Girls remake would be fun. However, they're going to do it right this time. Raven Simone ain't coming in because she ain't a cheetah girl. I always take an issue with that. She's in the movie. She's not part of the group, though. Who? Raven. What do you, what, what do you mean? She wasn't part of the Cheetah Girls group. Well, no, she left because she started having. No, kind she of wasn't her... at all part of the Cheetah Girls group. No, she's in the first one. She's in the movie. The actual group was those three girls, and I guess they didn't think they could sell it with just them, so they put Raven in. The I movie. actually didn't know that Cheetah Girls was an actual group. Yeah, I thought it was a movie before Raven it was? before the movie, oh. and then they made a movie off. Well, then I guess they Disney need, wanted to. They make a need movie to do them. a proper reboot then. Well, then because Cheetah Girls three just had. Uh, just had the three girls because I think at that point they knew people knew who the Cheetah Girls were, so they were yeah. like, "I guess we don't need Raven no more." Yeah, they should definitely do a Cheetah Girls reboot or a remake or whatever they want to do with that. But I think Cheetah Girls is something they definitely need to bring back because I would absolutely love that. I would so watch that. Mm-hmm. I don't even care <laughs> how old I am. I would love a Cheetah Girls thing. That'd be great. And yes, that's what I took from that, Jonathan. <laughs> but, but anyway. Uh, Ending this now. Yeah, follow us on at Behind the Usher Station on Instagram. Also at Usher Station Pod on Twitter and uh, Behind the Usher Station at uh, on Facebook as well. And YouTube. Yes, on YouTube. And also email us at Behind the Usher Station at gmail.com. What was your favorite reboot? What was your favorite remake? Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite remake? Do you have a favorite reboot? Well, you can follow all of us. Alex, go. <laughs> you can follow me at Living My OKS Life. And that lovely meows that are agreeing with me was Snowbell the True Queen on Instagram as well. Uh, you can follow me at Not Jerome Rhett because I'm not Jerome Rhett. And uh, Jonathan? Jonathan Keys. Someone's having real issues with you today, Jonathan. <laughs> Damn. Not having it. I have no idea what I she do. She has got some issues with you. Alright, anyway guys, uh, email about those reboots and remakes. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace out. <laughs>